hello and welcome to uh I was almost gonna say a very special bonus episode. I don't even know if that if this counts as that. What what, <laughs> what is this? This is maybe like sort of a a blip in the in the realm of chaos, you know, a shooting star <laughs> uh-huh. kind of thing. Yeah, uh, not a bonus, not a regular episode, just sort of like a little bit of, of a surprise left yeah, hook. A little a little bit of the aether leaking. <laughs> This is this is some leakage for you. <laughs> anyway, thanks for thanks for downloading leakage.mp3. <laughs> we don't blame you for leaving. Uh, Steven and I literally just watched the Game Awards together. Uh, yeah, it was us and our producer AJ. Hello, AJ, and uh, hi AJ. Some of our friends Pablo and Will. Um, and uh, we <laughs> we, uh, we were just watching it, and and Steve and I immediately decided we got to record something about the Game Awards. I don't know I don't know what compelled us to do it, but here we are. We hit record. I have an article from Polygon.com uh, that's that's called the Game Awards 2020: The Biggest Announcements. Uh, and I thought you and I could just go down and and talk about it because uh, I got to yeah. be honest. After watching this, after watching the Game Awards live, I'm in a I'm in a state of mind, and I'm in a physical state. Of like exhaustion and like euphoria, I think. Yeah, it was an emotional roller coaster. I I I truly felt everything in in that in <laughs> the that whole spectrum of, of emotion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and you know, I it, it, we had to capture whatever this is, whatever this feeling is, when you combine every feeling <laughs> into a bottle and and give it to you. Yeah. The leakage. The leakage. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think every like unsanctioned bonus episode should just be called like a leakage report. Here's or the something. thing, man. Here's the thing, man. Uh, one, I've never watched the full Game Awards. Uh, I get it. I'm not a real gamer. Okay. <laughs> Two, uh, lowercase I, last, g like, gamer. Right. Exa- thank you. Uh, and the g is silent. I'm in a mare. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. Anyway. <laughs> Last year, like I followed what happened. I watched the church's performance, which was great. Yeah, but I didn't really watch the whole thing. This is the first time I watched the whole thing, and my phone was blowing up the whole time. Other friends were watching it. We were on the group chat together. It was a lot of fun. It really was the first time like it felt like the Oscars. In that we were following the announcements, we were into the moments that worked. We were ripping apart the moments that didn't. Like it was just it was the full experience you want from an award show yeah we were overwhelmingly disappointed i think (laughs) (laughs) just like the oscars (laughs) yeah a little bit of a green book ending i'll say (laughs) yeah absolutely oh my god but i'll say it yeah uh, here just top level thing because i (laughs) i don't don't expect this piece of audio to be us just dunking on the game awards the whole time but in the event that that is what transpires in the next question mark minutes i do want to say right at the top it's very easy to dunk on the game awards i am very happy that they exist and honestly even from the the very first iteration of this that jeff Keighley tried doing a couple years ago it it's rough but it's been getting better every year, and this year was better than last year, and last year was better than the year before that. It is, it is an incredibly watchable and like fun event, and That's I'm a, extremely that, yeah. glad to have an event like this this year specifically. Yeah, Jeff Kelly was a good host, like a lot of cool moments, and you know, it had the whole the whole experience. Yeah. I had a great time. Um, we're not traded for the world. There's a reason we're recording tonight. I think it's a success of the event. The stars are all out, Ryan. You know, the stars are all out, Ryan. Yeah, exactly. All right. So, like I said, we're on Polygon.com. Uh, this article is called The Game Awards 2020, The Biggest Announcements. I'll link to it in the show notes. Number one, the most 
maybe important thing that happened like right off the bat it was like the beginning this is this is after the pre-show there was some stuff in the pre-show did anything happen in the pre-show that we were super into they announced i do want to mention this they announced that ofk band which is like a like a virtual band um i i I learned this after the fact but that is by um the developers behind hyper light drifter oh um, cool which is cool i'm really excited for that Uh, i just went and listened to that song again it's really good um, um, the big thing was they announced best audio, which I think went to <laughs> yeah. Last of Us Part 2. It was Last of Us Part 2. And, uh, uh, there was a live performance of Last Surprise from Persona 5 Scramble, which was fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, and, uh, yeah. Near Replicant we saw some more of, too. Oh, well, yeah, obviously. Which, I thought that was a dream I had. Which looks yeah. a lot like Near Automata in all the ways that I wanted it to. Yes, exactly. Very exciting. Uh, the book is, is sort of similar to your pod, so what else do you want? Yeah. Yeah, you got a you got a floating book that just got a floating out book. Uh, okay. Anyway, let's get into the most important thing that that happened easily. <laughs> I can't. Even I think be- I know what you're gonna say. I can't even believe that this is how this started. But they started. <laughs> they started with the Smash Brothers logo opening up, which always denotes a new character is coming for the fighter yeah. pass. Um, and we watched a bunch of the characters already in Smash Brothers fighting all the master hands. You know the the classic. Super Smash Brothers the, ultimate cutscene. The Seraphim amidst the, the sort of orb of power, whatever right. it is. Yeah, just th- this big, like, eh, demonic, angelic thing uh, floating in the sky. Everybody's terrified. Specifically, Banjo and Kazooie look mortified by <laughs> what's about to <laughs> they transpire. Know what's coming. They've seen this shit before. <laughs> and suddenly, this giant beast in the air gets sliced in half. And what starts playing? But the music from Final Fantasy VII, One Winged Angel, One Winged Angel, we we zoom all the way into the sky. Who is that hanging in the air? You guessed it. We get a close up on Cloud, and he says under his breath, Sephiroth. It's Sephiroth. Sephiroth is in Super Sephiroth Smash Brothers. Is in, I've never gotten more texts in my life. The moment <laughs> this seraphim got slashed and Cloud mumbled under his breath, it's Sephiroth. Okay, and just like cosmically, this is an inch away from Goku showing up. Like, <laughs> this is incredible. Everyone in our group chat was like, oh, does this mean another game is coming to switch like no this means nothing this yeah. is chaos <laughs> sephiroth put, sephiroth can now kick minecraft steve's ass anywhere he can he can fight we fit trainer hey 2014 version of yourself <laughs> if you ever wondered who's stronger we fit trainer or sephiroth boy have i got an answer for you Sephiroth is in Smash Brothers. His I his sword lost it. Is so long. Yeah, dude. I'm so excited to be playing on Final Destination and like whacking Duck Hunt from the other side of Final Destination. I hope he's like he's like broken as shit. I hope he's like easily the best <laughs> banned from every tournament. Like that is true, Sephiroth. Yeah, because he he said like. He is the only character who has addressed Smash Brothers as a game. He said, like, I'm going to bring yes. the dawn of darkness to Smash Brothers or something <laughs> like that. He broke the, the whatever the Seraphim was in half. And now you know, everyone honestly, is like, and it killed Mario. <laughs> not to make light of this too much, but like there is something to be said. <laughs> Sephiroth showing up and saying, I'm going to bring a dawn of darkness to Super Smash Brothers. Hot on the heels of like. Nintendo uh, yeah, PR disaster yeah. after Nintendo right. PR and disaster. Else, yeah. 
For real. Uh, unbelievable choice. And then, as you just mentioned, he kills Mario. He kills Mario. There's a, like a, I, I've just been texting it to people unprompted. There's a shot of Sephiroth with this Massimoon through Mario. And then it cuts to, you know, it's in his overalls. But like, there's like a three second shot of Mario, like visibly dead with Sephiroth <laughs> killing him. And it's like, I, there's some, we could do a whole show about that one shot. That yeah. is like such. To me, like, I don't know if Sakurai consulted anyone about this. I think he was like, you know what? I'm sick of all of this. You guessed that. I'm putting Sephiroth into Smash and he's going to kill Mario in front of you. I don't think anyone okayed this. I don't think anyone knew it was going to happen. Yeah. Somewhere, somewhere yeah. back at Nintendo headquarters, Miyamoto is like ripping his hair out. And the thing that's wild, too, is that he's the third... <laughs> He's the third character in the season two pass. There, there are two or three more characters. How yeah. the hell, short of like actual deities, how the hell do they follow Sephiroth? Honestly, dude, I have never in my life seen a single person suggest that Say, Sephiroth. Yeah, if I went on a forum in any year and said <laughs> they will add Sephiroth, I would be laughed off of the internet. Yeah. I would be I would become a meme of like this guy doesn't know anything. He's a fucking baby. Yeah. That just got a keyboard and said Sephiroth. <laughs> that was the first word. <laughs> Sephiroth's gonna be in Smash. <laughs> and I, it's look, fucking real. There there now is this weird tendency to have the wildest Super Smash Brothers character reveals at the Game Awards now. Yeah. Anytime is the next a character, character going to be a mouse like from a computer <laughs> screen? <laughs> Just like the arrow? <laughs> it, it resumes right with Sarah killing Mario and then you just hear like it's the arrow noise. The Echo Fighter is the, the Mac Beach Ball. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> That's the literally the only way to one up this. <laughs> Fighter number five is a coupon code for Warby Parker glasses. <laughs> you can play as any of the five glasses you can ship to your house to try on. <laughs> What is this? The fifth, the fifth fighter is the Macy's Day Parade. What the heck? There's no way it's gonna be allowed in tournaments. <laughs> Seth probably be in Smash Brothers. Shut the fuck up, you baby. The fifth, the fifth fighter is the cartridge for Super Smash Bros. <laughs> Kirby eats and he goes, this tastes like shit. Yeah. So that, that's how they opened the Game Awards. <laughs> Sephiroth and Smash Brothers. So we were all like, okay, what's next? And And... There's some cool stuff after this. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of cool stuff like outside of the bit. A lot of cool stuff to talk about. And a lot of cool <laughs> moments. Yeah. But like nothing past this. <laughs> nothing overshone Sephiroth and Smash Bros. In terms of just pure absurdity. Pure yeah. like truly no one saw this coming. They won up Joker and Smash. This is just otherworldly. Truly. I did appreciate. Uh, I, I really appreciated. 
uh, Fortnite trying to do the same thing later. <laughs> yeah. Which we'll get to, I guess. Uh, let's just keep going down this list. I like, yeah, I like the order on. that they have here. Uh, but that's, that's, on, that's the first one. Yeah. Um, it, th- this is all out of order. <sighs> it's worth noting, but uh, it's in an order that I appreciate. So the next thing that they announced was... Um, <laughs> oh my god, my throat hurts. Uh, they announced um, <laughs> the first game by The Initiative, which is a new studio that Microsoft put together for uh, Xbox Game Studios. And The Initiative is self-described as a quadruple A studio. Uh, Just indicating that we're going to spend so much fucking money on this video game. More money than has ever been spent on a video game. And their first project that they've chosen to create is a reboot of Perfect Dark, which is very confusing. (laughs) Yeah. I really love the per- the first Perfect Dark yeah. on N sixty four. Me too. Um, we actually were talking about that before the show. I don't know how it came up, but I, I had seen a rumor. I had seen a rumor that yeah. there was a Perfect Dark game in development. Perfect Dark was the follow up to GoldenEye and was sort of like Rare's uh, original sci fi series to follow that game up. I loved it as a kid. I mean, I played. Did that they a make lot GoldenEye? Rare, yeah. They really? GoldenEye. Rare made like every I didn't know big that. hit on sixty four. Yeah, they made GoldenEye. Benji Kazooie, all that stuff. Donkey Kong 64. Holy shit. That's wild. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. They, so Perfect Dark was kind of like GoldenEye with more interesting ideas at play. In totally. My opinion. Oh, no. Yeah. I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. Per- Perfect Dark, I think, is better than GoldenEye. Oh, yeah. It holds up better, and at least, too. I think so. Yeah. And uh, I think then for the 360, Microsoft bought Rare and they made Perfect Dark Zero, which I think kind of just yeah, it wasn't existed. Super good. Yeah. So I'm definitely interested in seeing what they could do with the series. I mean, I feel like it's kind of hard to know what to bring from Perfect Dark then to now. Yeah, I feel feel like it's going to be a blank slate, right? Like, you could really just do whatever you want. It just is the name that people recognize. And honestly, most people aren't going to recognize it. (laughs) Right. Yeah, exactly. Because it's like, it's a pre-Halo console shooter. So it was like kind of rough, even though like it was enjoyable at the time. Um, I'm interested in seeing what they do with it, but yeah, it's like you said, it's basically a blank slate. So yeah. we'll see. Um, yeah, uh, I, I just, <laughs> I will say that like the weird, uh, dissonance of like, here's a quadruple a studio making a video game about like what happens when climate change destroys the planet just really doesn't work for me on like a high level. It's yeah. like, how much money are you fucking spending on this video game about a thing that you can fix with that money? right <laughs> yeah exactly uh i don't feel very here's good a about water it. slide about firefighting help yeah. it's like, <laughs> you know? um up okay so here here's an announcement i was actually really excited about microsoft flight simulator 2020 Looks beautiful yeah coming to xbox series s and x summer of 2021 i that's a thing i've been waiting for a release date on for a really long time um yeah and it's coming uh our, our friend Pablo, I think, mentioned uh, while this was happening, he tried to download it on his PC and it was 300 gigabytes. So I'm really hoping that's not the case on the Series S, considering I think I have 300 gigabytes total to work with on that hard drive. Yeah, that'd be the whole thing, basically. Yeah. Um, But anyway, I'm just so excited to fly around and listen to podcasts. I think that's going to be the best (laughs) game. Yeah, I've heard such good things about it, you know, for people who have been playing it on PC and... uh... Yeah, it just looks amazing. It looks like yeah. a fun time. The thing is, it's just like, it's just spectacle. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how mm-hmm. much game is there if you're not like a hardcore, like flying around 
simulator fan, you know, like, <laughs> I'm a pilot wings fanatic. Yeah. yeah. I'm not, I'm not like, I'm not like training to become a pilot IRL. I just kind of want to like fly over some cool islands or something, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and if that game lets me do it, then I'm going to be very happy. Uh, the next thing they have on this list in this order is uh, mass effect, um, which was the mm. last announcement of the night. Yeah. Which was kind of a weird one. So like the trailer was great. You and I thought it was Starfield in the beginning. Um, mm-hmm. Which is the Bethesda game that has yet to be like really unveiled outside of like the name uh, and the fact that it's the next big Bethesda open world RPG. Um, and, and I think we both thought that it was going to be that. But it ended up being Mass Effect. Uh, Liara is at the end of it. Yeah. Uh, fan favorite, which is nice. It's going to take place after Mass Effect 3, which is also cool. Um, but at the same time, like where w- when is this game going to come out? Like why is why is Bioware announcing this game right now? Like when this yeah, game's gonna come out in like Dragon five Age years? 4. Yeah, they right. announced Dragon Age Four. I mean, not announced, but they showed off some Dragon Age Four. And like, when is that game coming out? Are they making both I at the same know. time? Yeah, I I hope the best for both games. But like, I've learned to not get emotionally invested with Bioware stuff. That's kind of where I'm at at this point. Yeah, like I I. I Really, really hope they're both good, but, um, you know, we'll see what happens, but it's interesting. I mean, I think like all we know is that Liara is in it and I think there's such a rich, like there's such a rich fiction to Mass Effect that you could just take any of those characters and make a whole game about them. Yeah. I've always wanted a Garrus game where you're just like Archangel, uh, you know, becoming a vigilante. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, if it's just a game where Liara is like a, uh, archeologist, I would love that. <laughs> like, you yeah. Know? Hell yeah. Don't even make it, don't even make it Mass Effect adjacent, just like her researching stuff. Like, yeah. There's so much to do. It kind of goes back to with like Souls Likes. It's like, there's so much to Mass Effect as a fiction that it doesn't have to be a shepherd-esque adventure it can be really anything because there's such a rich lore there that can be explored yeah that Mm -hmm. i mean yeah that that's uh that's been one of my like constant uh things about star wars is like i don't don't need everyone to be related to one another i don't always need to go to tatooine i don't need all this stuff like you can tell so many interesting stories in that world um i used to say that about harry potter now i say nothing about harry potter (laughs) (laughs) yeah moving on uh here's a cool one from uh a developer called turtle rock which some of you might remember uh they are creating a game that sure looks a lot like left for dead and guess what that's because it is left for dead but now it's called back for blood uh and it's pretty much just like what if we made left for dead again but in 2021 yeah i'm really excited for this i mean like we talked about how like zombie media is like kind of there's like no desire for it at this yeah. point. Like we're still hungover from like the 2013 days of like zombie everywhereness. But I loved Left 4 Dead. I played Left 4 Dead too a lot. I haven't talked about that. I haven't talked about playing that game that much. But I really loved Left 4 Dead 2 and Left 4 Dead 1. And you and I playing the ghost co-op together made me realize how much I like missed that kind of game. Yeah. It's sort of like team-based survival game. So I would love to play this kind of game that like I think what Left 4 Dead has always done well is like not take itself too seriously. So like it kind of then immediately separates itself from like the millions of zombie pieces of media that were out at the time. Um, and really, when you're in a cooperative multiplayer game, it doesn't matter like what the threat is, you know, like it, it could yes. be anything. So yeah. I think it, it, it doesn't feel stale because it's zombies. 
Yeah, so, they they showed uh, they they showed like a cinematic trailer and then immediately showed a gameplay trailer right after that. And the gameplay looks exactly like Left 4 Dead, just like yeah. up-res for next-gen stuff. It looks much bigger than than uh, the previous games did, which I, I'm into. I mean, it just seems like they're they're like working more with scale, like not only just like in terms of environments, but also the enemies you're fighting. Um, there was some like really interesting like kind of like narrative or like scripted events that were happening that looked really fun. I, I, one of the things that really stuck out to me about Left 4 Dead uh, as a game that I'm surprised I haven't seen more uh, games try and do is just that idea that like you are playing this thing over and over and over again with your friends, but you have like an objective. You know, it's not like Ghost yeah. of Tsushima is very much like as much as you and I love legends, it really is. You just like stand on the three capture points and fight things that come at you. And like left for dead <laughs> right, right. was like, uh, no, 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 you're going to have to actually cooperate and try and like, you know, go through this checklist of objectives and like make it from point A to point B. And it's going to be a huge, like wild time. Um, and, and it is like uh, very scripted, you know, in, in terms of some of the events that happen. Um, and, and it like feels very tailor made to have kind of like the peaks and valleys of, of uh, just like, adrenaline pumping yeah and I, I really appreciate how like well tailored those those levels were and i'm excited to see them come back i i'm really excited about this game i Me didn't too. realize how much i wanted a new left for dead until this happened yeah i felt the same way with the tony hawk remix i'm like oh i missed yeah. this yeah yeah, you know? yeah, yeah yeah totally uh we'll play the shit out of that when it comes out i am yeah. looking forward to it um <sighs> <laughs> uh so next uh we saw like uh, what seemed to be a prehistoric tribe, like making its way through the woods. Oh my god! Um, and we're following a child who, like, I don't know, ha- has some kind of like Aloy vibes from Horizon Zero Dawn. And, and yeah, <laughs> we all thought it was Horizon Zero Dawn, and AJ got so mad. Yeah, it, the the camera pans up and reveals Vin Diesel suddenly, who is wearing you know a bunch of furs and stuff, and then kind of like strips off like everything he's wearing, so you just like see how ripped he is, and then he fights a yeah. T Rex. Uh, and it turns out that it's Ark 2. Um, you and I have not really played Ark. Have, have, did you play Ark? Very little. I, I picked up the first one and it didn't really run on my Mac. So that's like my experience. Yeah. With it. I don't, it's, like a, it's like a rust with dinosaurs kind of thing. Pretty basically. much. Yeah. I think it's yeah. literally called Ark Survival. And like that's the vibe. Yeah. It's like what, yeah. what if it was rust, but you, there were dinosaurs out there. Um, and it seems like they're making a sequel and Vin Diesel's going to be in it, I guess. And they're also making a TV show that has an incredible voice cast. Um, yeah. which I am way more into checking out than Arc 2, personally. Yeah, it looks much more interesting, for sure. Yeah. Then they talk about Dragon Age. Yeah, so all we know, like, all they really revealed is that there's a major character from Inquisition who is at the end of that trailer. Yes. So, like, that's kind of all we know now. Yeah. <laughs> that's really all that we So it's, it's, like, definitely a sequel, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, I think there have been some rumors about where it's going to be set. I haven't followed it too closely, because, again, like, when it comes out, I'll play it, and I hope it's good. It's kind of where I'm at. I don't yeah. want to get more invested. Yeah. Uh, I'm a big Bioware fan, and I you know, hope the best for all of them. <laughs> uh, so we'll see what happens. Yeah. That's where I'm at with it. Uh, there's a new Among Us map coming out. It's like an airship. It looks nice. You and I still haven't played Among Us at all. Yeah, we're very late to the hype. We're going to play it in like 2021 and be like, this is actually kind of fun. This is really great. Yeah, yeah we're, I'm going to do a 10-year <laughs> retrospective like I did with Minecraft. <laughs> yeah. Dude, Among Us, you slept on it, man. <laughs> Among Us is still good. It's still fucking good. 
Um, speaking of other games uh, that are gigantic and uh, feature things that look like this, uh, Fall Guys <laughs> Ultimate Knockout Season 3 was announced. Uh, it's like winter I learned game. that I missed Season 2. Yeah, you completely whiffed it. I did too. I actually didn't play it at all. But it was like medieval themed, I think. You, what, what was the thing that they tweeted out? The big wambo? Big Yeetus. Big Yeetus. Yeah, it was a big hammer that hits you off, off the level. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, man. I I really enjoyed my time with with Fall Guys, and then I kind of moved on. Yeah, so that's, that's kind of where, where I'm at. And I, yeah. honestly, I I think a lot of the world kind of moved on and, and and moved on to Among Us specifically. Um, yeah, I which is kind way. of a bummer. Uh, Fall Guys, I'd like to revisit eventually. I think I think like give it a couple more months and a couple more seasons. You know, where they've added some more. I just want more variety in in the mini games that yeah. can pop up. It's it's so much fun. Like playing that game with a group was like one of the highlights of this year for me, honestly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, I just sort of, you know, we have to move on a lot for the show. It's, it's not really, it's not really a detriment to fall guys as much as it is just like nature of doing the show. Yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, I would love to go back one day. Uh, here's, here's Fortnite's super smash brothers moment when they announced, mm. uh, master Goku. chief. Yeah. When, oh, they announced, when, yeah. When they also announced Sephiroth <laughs> weirdly enough, and they were like, Oh shit, one of us has to change. <laughs> He killed Jonesy. He thought, <laughs> he thought he was gonna be in Smash. <laughs> Asshole. Uh, they added Master Chief. They added Norman Reedus's character from The Walking Dead, and another character from The Walking Dead who Michonne. Yes, I didn't watch that show past the first season, and it's been I don't even know how long. Um, I read the first two compendiums of the comic and then moved on as well. <laughs> you've said in the past to me, and I think I agree with you based on my experience as well, that the Walking Dead Telltale game, the first two seasons, are the best piece of Walking Dead media. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. I mean, the comics are cool, but I think at, event, at a certain point, it, be, it like actually becomes misery porn. Like, yeah. the, the, the thesis of like, eventually everyone becomes a monster has been like sign seal delivered and you're just like meeting new characters and waiting for them to die yeah whereas the telltale game like actually has like a nice arc to it yeah both and se- i've only played the first two seasons so i don't know how the rest are but those first two seasons are really like self-contained good narratives that take what i loved about the comics and actually put it in a story that ends yeah you know yeah. Like, i think that's important shout out to sean vanneman I wonder what he's writing now. Oh, I think he wrote Half-Life Alex. Oh, cool. Some of it or something. I don't know. Anyway, they they added Master Chief to Fortnite. And then they also <laughs> added uh, Blood Gulch from Halo 1, which is the Halo 1 map, which uh, I'm excited about. I think you can only play it in, in Fortnite creative mode, though, which is kind of a bummer. Um, I would love to just load into Blood Gulch with 100 people in Fortnite dressed as Captain America. That'd be so fun. Yeah, why not? Live a little. Yeah. Um, I already talked about OFK. Uh, oh, here's another game. It takes two. Uh, is the new game from Hazelight, who made uh, a way out and Brothers, a tale of two sons. I think was also them. Um, their whole deal is like we make games that have to be played. Uh, like couch co-op games. They have to, or not couch co-op, but like it has to be two-player co-op narrative games. Um, so I don't know. They have another one, and it's coming out. Uh, it has a book. That's alive called the Book of Love. I've, I'm trying not to be too mean. I didn't like this. Yeah, neither did I. I don't really want to say anything else. Can yeah, move on? yeah, let's move on. <laughs> I think I texted you. I feel like I'm watching Cats, and that's all I'll say about that <laughs> game. But I do like the idea of like needing to play with another person, and you know, that's 
I, I the, all those other games I've heard great things about. So. Yeah, Brothers was great, really good. Yeah, I hope that yeah. was them. I hope I didn't just fuck that up right now. But it's late, and uh, this is this is a, a, <laughs> this is leakage.mp3. This, so leak, this is not canon, uncanon. This is fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> this is fan fiction episode. Yeah, yeah. Pablo wrote this episode. <laughs> <laughs> This is out of the Nether, episode two. Sorry, Pablo. We love um, you. All right, the next game, a PS5 exclusive. I'm f- I'm fucking amped about this one. This oh, season, season. It looks so fucking good. The standout I'm so excited for, for this. me of yeah. the whole night. Easily. Same, absolutely. Um, I don't even know how to explain it outside of like it just looks like a Hayao Miyazaki video game. Like more so somehow even than like um what was what was that one Nino Kuni like. It just it's just so pretty. I don't know what it's about. I don't know what you do. Uh, it, it, it says here on Polygon in season players will explore a village and record the world's history before a cataclysm. Um, and that's it. That's all we know. Just there were a lot of games goodbye. that were that were influenced. Like, I feel like there are a lot of games that say they're influenced by Breath of the Wild and it becomes like more about it's sort of like a souls like thing where it becomes more about maybe one mechanic or one idea. But this feels like spiritually akin to Breath of the Wild in that you're kind of getting just lost in the vibe of the setting. Yeah. And I think making the central tool seemingly, was it a camera or was it a a recording device? It was like a tape recorder. Yeah, it was like a tape recorder. Yeah, it seems like you're recording audio, not even like imagery. We said this when we talked about Umaranki Generation, but I'm very into the idea of changing like what the central tool in a game is. Absolutely. And like switching to uh, a camera or a tape recorder like that to me opens up a world of possibilities where a game is like focused on the atmosphere in a gamey way and not just in a background way right so that if i had to guess it seems like what they're going for but either way it was stunning it really looked like i immediately decided okay i gotta get a ps5 as soon as possible for this one (laughs) it looks awesome it it doesn't seem like there's um it doesn't seem like there's a release date for this one yet, uh, but it's in development and already looks amazing. So I'm big into it. Uh, here's another game. Uh, Road 96. Uh, the team behind Valiant Hearts made this game. Valiant Hearts was, I, I want to say, a Ubisoft published game from way back when. Uh, I, I wrote about this and, and did some video on it for the site that you and I used to work for way back in the day. Uh, it, it was a game about like a bunch of people in World War One. Who, like die in really tragic. Oh yeah, I remember this game. Uh, yeah, really sad, just brutally sad video game. Um, and Road ninety six is a quote a procedural narrative adventure game uh, where you're on like a road trip that um kind of just creates itself as you're as you're driving down the down the road. Uh, it sounds like a cool idea. I don't I don't really know what what the vibe is outside of that, but uh, it looks nice and I'm into it. Yeah, totally. Me too. Um, and on a similar note, uh, Fulbright Studios who made Gone Home and Tacoma are working on another game uh, that is called Open Roads. Similar vibe, I think. It looks awesome, yeah. Um, not really sure what it's like from a gameplay perspective, but it's starring Kerry Russell and Caitlin Deaver, um, who are both incredible, and that's kind of all I needed. Really? It's like Fulbright, <laughs> yeah. Kerry Russell, Caitlin Deaver, I'm in. Okay. Very intriguing. I was going to be yeah, in that sure. Fulbright, honestly. I like on, have you ever played Gone Home? We talked about it, I think, in Games of the Decade, but I haven't played it yet, but I've been meaning to. It yeah. looks great. It's on Switch. You yeah. should check it out. Yeah, well, It's great. It's, I mean, it, it's, it kicked off just like a whole new era of indie games. There are so many games that you've played that are inspired by Gone Home and like loved, mm. you know? 
Um, and then Tacoma was kind of a lesser, I, I would say a little bit more slept on game by them. Uh, it was their follow up to gone home. That was about, um, actually, I don't want to say too much about what it's about, but you're exploring a spaceship, um, and kind of just like watching, uh, video and audio logs of like a thing that happened on a spaceship a couple hours before you showed up and why everybody is gone. Uh, and it's really good. It's really cool. It's a good story. Would recommend. Hell yeah. Um, Oh man, I don't know if I want to talk about any of this other stuff. Actually, I think I'm done. Choose what you want. Choose what you want. Is that it? That's it, actually. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. It's the Game Awards. Uh, I'm trying to think. Do you want to talk about anything that won or any yeah, of the winners? Yeah, should I, should I pull like up what the what the winners were? I guess I should, right? Yeah, we could do that real quick. Um, I probably won't say too much about that, but I think we can comment on it. I mean, I think we both feel like Hades deserved more. Yes, but and they didn't show Silk Song. Oh yeah, that was the whole other story. Yeah, so. But all that to say, I mean, I had a great time watching this event with all of you. Hey, it was, so was fun. really fun. And a lot of a lot of people won that deserved it. You know, I don't want to take away from that. What I want to win doesn't matter. My opinion doesn't matter. Um, I just worry about the effect it has on on people working on this stuff directly. Yeah. Um My so. biggest fear tonight was that somehow they were gonna say that Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven is a game that counts. For, for this year, and that that was gonna sweep. Yeah, just as best, like marketing for that best game. fucking game. <laughs> if you want to break the rules, you can. Um, doesn't yeah. even look like you can really in that game. Anyway, we're, we not really talk about cyberpunk. <laughs> no, no, thank you. But yeah, um, all that to say. I'm very, very excited to record our Game of the Year episode. Yeah. Um, it's got me all pumped up for it. It's yeah. Great. Steven and I were waiting to decide if we were going to record this weekend or not based on if anything was announced and released during the Game Awards. Um, my, bi- my big question marks were Silksong and Disco Elysium. Um, hmm. Disco Elysium was a game from last year, so that wasn't really going to have too much bearing on, on, I think, our Goatee episode. But that said... Uh, I thought that that was going to maybe come out like tonight, but it turns out it's coming out in March. So no worries. And then also still no worries, whatever. Yeah, honestly, I'd much it would have been very exciting if Silk Song came out tonight. But I'd rather it come out next year. We have like the proper time to yeah. give it the mantle it deserves. I'm so than, deep like, in week. replaying Hollow Knight right now, too, that like <laughs> the idea of playing both of them simultaneously, like playing Hollow Knight on stream and then Silk Song by myself is like that's maybe too much for me. Yeah, but all in all, I mean, this was a really enjoyable ceremony, and I think uh, a big congrats to all who won, honestly, independent of what we thought. Um, you know, I think it was it was a fun time. Yeah, it was cool. I, I like the Game yeah. Awards. I do. Yeah. Like I said, it's, e- it's easy to dunk on them, but like, it's cool that uh, it's cool that there is like an actual ceremony to it. It's cool that there's an actual like. I don't know, reverence for the artistry behind this stuff. Um, you know, it's, it's cool that they did. Um, they're like highlighting uh, some voices that generally don't uh, get the spotlight. I think in a lot of instances, yeah. Yeah, there, there were a lot, Absolutely. There, there were a couple instances here and there of like games being made literally for like mental health awareness, which was really nice, um, which were unfortunately immediately undercut by just like, another first person shooter you know like <laughs> ripping people's heads off with like literally no break in between those two games i, I don't know why that was like the weird theme of the night but. that's an emotional roller coaster yeah um, there was there were no breaks 
<laughs> I never wanted commercial breaks more. Yeah, that was that was the weird thing. Was like it was three oh, yeah. straight hours. Our friend mm-hmm. Will ended the call by saying that he's not going to play video games for this of the year, which I get. <laughs> he was like, "I'm I'm actually just done. I'm done hearing the word yeah, I'm game." Good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't blame him. Um, but yeah, it was a fun time. I mean, this is the first time I've like watched the whole thing and had people texting me throughout it. So I enjoy that experience a lot. Yeah. And Mario's dead. You know. uh, and Sephiroth is <laughs> Rest uh, in peace. here. Sephiroth and Smash. Rest in peace, Mario. That's probably a good place to wrap it up. Yeah. Uh, this, December this 17th, they're doing a Nintendo Direct that's just about Sephiroth, which is exciting. Oh my God. Amazing. Yeah. I'm excited. I can't wait to see his moveset. What's Sephiroth's down B? Yeah. I'm just so excited to see. Sakurai like explain why Sephiroth is in the game. <laughs> He's like, look, asshole. I can do whatever I want. Okay. Yeah. Uh yeah. I'm I love Sakurai. I'm very excited for that. <laughs> I'm two fighters away from a paycheck and a retirement, baby. I can do whatever I want. He's like, all right, you guys get Steve. I get Sephiroth. Okay. <laughs> Minecraft Steve opened for Sephiroth. What a what a whiplash. Yeah, what a what a 180. Ugh. Here's there are two more characters. Here's the thing, though. Uh-huh. I, I, I've, I've said this to you multiple times, but I still haven't bought Fighter Pass 2 yet. And now I'm going to like I was waiting yeah. for the character that was going to get me to buy that. Honestly, Min Min's a lot of fun. Min Min's a great character. That's the thing is I knew um, I was going to like Min Min regardless, but I was just like, I need I need one more, you know? Right. Yeah. You can't just get it for Steve. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to get I'm going to get that Fighter Pass. I'm going to play as Sephiroth. It's going to be sick. <laughs> I've been maining Cloud yeah, recently play. too, so it'll be interesting oh, to really? play Sephiroth and see how that goes. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah, I, I main Byleth, Dedede, and Duck Hunt. Yeah. <laughs> Duck Hunt's one of mine too. It's interesting. Duck Hunt's a lot of fun. Yeah. We should play soon. Yeah, I'd love to. That'd be fun. Uh wanna wrap up? Yeah, I would love to. It's so I'm so tired and it's late. Yeah. And uh yeah. wow, this ended up being like almost actual episode length. Our shortest episode is 40 minutes. What do you want to talk about for a half hour? Uh, do you want to just read an episode of Seinfeld out loud? <laughs> what do you got there? Is that Watchmen? I don't read Watchmen. With <sighs> special thanks to Neil Gaiman, Mike Lake, Pat Gills, and Joe Orlando. I do love Neil Gaiman. Rorschach's Journal, October 12th, 1985. Do you want, really want to end this episode by reading Rorschach's Journal Dog out loud? Dog carcass in alley. This morning, tire tread on burst stomach. This city is afraid of me. I have seen its true face. Best audiobook goes to BB for his uh, uh, chilling rendition of Watchmen. <laughs> anyway, uh, my name's Brendan Bigley disarms yet. the senses with his <laughs> stunning interpretation of Watchmen for an audio medium. Yeah. Uh, I'm Stephen Hill. Honestly, if I did the whole Mm -hmm. audiobook with that voice specifically, that would actually really do what Alan Moore wanted with Watchmen. I think so. Yeah. More than Zack Snyder. What I just did was more faithful to the, to the source material than Zack Snyder. When I wrote Watchmen, (laughs) I wanted you to realize that magic only exists when you realize that it's only in your mind. Yeah. And there's a, there's a chap named Brendan Bigley who really gets it, you know? When I wrote Ozymandias, I thought, Brendan Bigley. When I wrote Night Owl, I thought, 
Brendan Bigley. John, I did it 30 (laughs) minutes ago. (laughs) What the heck is the squid doing here? What the (laughs) heck is the squid doing here in my city? Uh, don't find, don't follow either of us. We're not going to tell you where to find us in this episode. Put Watchmen down and close this episode with me that you forced me to record past my bedtime. Vaguely drunk, I'll say it. We've had a few tonight, okay? Are you happy? I'm not dear trapped in here with you. You're trapped in here with me. I've had up the heat with your saw bullshit, okay? Here's the thing. I'm gonna get up. You thought I was dead a little time. I'm gonna get up. I'm gonna walk out of here. Leakage.mp3 has no intro (laughs) and no outro. Is this gonna be released on the test part or is it going to be like on the official ITA? That's a great question. I think? think we should decide it right here right now on, on air. What do you- Go flip a coin. Be like full no country for old men about it. Yeah, do you have a coin to flip? Uh, No. Hey Google, flip a coin. <laughs> you got tails. We, did, we didn't say which one was which. <laughs> <laughs> tails? That feels like a We'll just put it on a together. It's it's similar energy. It's not that weird. That's true. It's not that weird. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You're editing it, so. That's true. I'm going to do that first thing in the morning, I guess, because now I'm too tired to edit it. Yeah. No worries, man. Um. Hey, you know who you are. Thank you for listening to the show. Thank you for your support. Thank you for giving us enough confidence to just record Spur of the Moment. That's true. I hope you enjoyed this. Yeah. And uh, we will talk to you all very soon in our Game of the Year episode. It's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, my God. What's up? I just, I can't believe we have to do that. Dude, it's going to be great. I know. I'm so I'm, pumped I'm for so it. I'm so excited. I just like can't believe yeah. that that's like so soon. Honestly, it's actually probably good that we recorded this now I'm thinking about it because that episode might be coming out a couple of days later. So like. You know, prime SEO. Yeah. Get two episodes well, out. Yeah. We, yeah. We got, we got an extra episode in here. Sick SEO, dude. Do you want to, do you want to say at the end of this episode? Because like, who knows if people are listening at this point. Do you want to say what our bonus episode for this month is going to be? Because we haven't said it out loud. Oh yet. yeah, sure. Hey, uh, we'll only say hey, it here. Har- this is the only place where we're going to mention it until it happens. Oh, I love that. Hardcore fans, um, our bonus episode this month is going to be Elder Scrolls V Skyrim. Um, now on Game kind Pass. of a fun choice. Now on Game Pass, uh, I've been streaming a little bit with Lester Junior. Uh, thank you to all who have joined me for those streams. It's been a lot of fun. Um, they're on YouTube as well. Uh, but yeah, we're going to do Skyrim, uh, for this month, it's probably heavy quotes, italicized, going to be a shorter episode, um, because we have the Goatee episode coming out and the normal stuff and yeah, we'll see. Um, we thought we'd do a game that's kind of familiar to us that we played a lot that we had been recently revisiting kind of wintry. So we thought it was perfect for this month to close the year on. So yeah, uh, look forward to that and yeah, that's basically it. I'll say it. Here's the thing. Dear listener. (laughs) Last year, we, last year, our bonus episode for December was Games of the Decade. That was uh, a big undertaking. That was a big thing. Yeah. And I think for a long time, Steven and I were trying to figure out if there was something else that we could do that was on that level. But then at the end of the day, what I think we both landed on was that the whole impetus for this show and the whole existence of this show is predicated on us just talking about the things that we love. And last year, the thing that we really loved was looking back at the past decade of video games. Um, and this year, I think trying to top that would have been um, outside of the realm of of what we like to do here in the Aether. Uh, so 
I think taking it all back to Skyrim and talking about what we love, that thing being Skyrim, is actually the best thing we could have done this year. So I'm, in, yeah. I'm excited about it. I think it's going to be really fun. That's a great way to say. It. I mean, I, I do think we're definitely open to like still doing kind of events like that. You know, oh, we'll yeah, see absolutely. if like we, we ever have like, you know, we're we're always open to trying out new ideas and stuff. But I think you're right. I think like, um, weirdly, the way to one up it is to do kind of a singular, simple, fun episode. So yeah, yeah, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a good time. Smiling about Russ Freshick tweeted, Remember, every day you wake up could be the day Hollow Knight Silk Song appears from nowhere to save us all. <laughs> That's probably good notes actually undone. Thanks, Russ. Um, thanks, Russ. Uh, my name is Stephen Hilger. You can find me at Stephen Hilger. Brendan, where can people find you? They can find me at brendanbigley.com. We love you. Good night. Good night. Good night, gamers. <laughs> oh, God damn it. My microphone came unplugged. <laughs> The worst garbage, the online.